they just think that I'm like a, a grumpy bastard. What? And this is the thing. Is it, is it, is it, is the onus on me to prove that I'm a mad bastard? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the culture's coming in this Mary's and saying, um, you know, we're going out to limelight, and I was like, limelight? <laughs> conquered it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought when I was 17. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode 28. Welcome back to Confessions Over Coffee. How you doing, Joel? I'm not too bad, aren't I? I'm uh, pretty happy, you know. Um, how's it been? This feels really weird. This feels very strange. <laughs> um, it's been interesting. Uh, Anxiety-filled. Uh, I have failed in my first career. Um <laughs> We should get a super cut of you being excited for your job. <laughs> yeah, no, just... I have I have a photo of me the day before I started work in my wee suit, you know. Just have a wee school bag on my back ready to go, ready to ready to turn up with my mom beside me holding my shoulders like I'm proud of my son. What's um what's really making this even weirder is because I haven't seen Joel, um, we haven't seen each other since like before my birthday um because i got covered then joel got covered and those were completely like not linked um at all but uh it's most, it's most conspicuous i know it's like, like <laughs> they are not linked at all <laughs> don't but even ask about it it's been so it's been grim um and it's of course like the first thing you know when i come to see joel um it starts with it an argument that you my table um uh, i dust his table and you know we clean him down he's actually he's dressed a bit better today for a change Yes, with your um, what do you call those? A sauce. Give me a name for those shorts. Fleece. Fleece shorts. Yes. Everyone has a uh, Nike running top on. Um, of course, neither of us have um ever run. Um, before. So a few weeks ago, um, well, sorry, a few months ago, after I got my orange belt in karate, um, I thought I'd start running, um, in Port Stewart, and I ran for like like a good like genuinely like two minutes, right. And it thought it was going well. It's there's a bit in Peep Show, you know what I'm talking about, where he, he thinks Grunin's his new thing, and then he's like, "Wait, what is this?" And he gets his name. <laughs> um, it was so bad. Um, and I've just decided I prefer walking anyway because I'm not going to be running the Camino, so I may as well start walking it. Um, but okay, we'll kick into the morning roast anyway. Go ahead, Joe. My morning roast the starts back up. We forgot to say this is the homecoming episode. Did we say that? This is the homecoming episode. Ronan then went uh, something about me watching Spider-Man as if they created the term. Anyway, uh, my morning roast is Dreams, which you came up with a, a great little idea. I just couldn't think of one. Um, I had a dream a couple of weeks ago where I was at the spa at the bottom of my street and I was trying to get home and somebody was chasing me. And I was, you know when you're stuck, like it's like mm-hmm. quicksand and you're desperately trying to run and you can feel yourself like uh, you know with Wall Street your man's high on ludes and he's crawling to his Lamborghini oh yeah and it's like and it's, it's like a few stars but it's actually like it looks like it's 17 stars but it's only like 3 <laughs> literally you're running but I'm like desperately and I can feel myself tensing up and I'm trying to run and I'm just trying to run <laughs> I'm just not moving it's so frustrating stuck in your career mate that's what it says this episode's all about that's probably what that man um I'm stuck. I'm so there you go. Still. I'm not. I'm not improving. This is the thing. So um, the episode or the, the podcast had the end because Joel was selfish and got a job. And uh, so, so in in the full like circle of like life, he, he's been fired. No joke. <laughs> so no, um, in the full circle of life, he's uh, he's left, and so now the podcast can't continue. So um, it's 
How was it? Uh, teaching? Yeah. Awful. In, in, the, in the best possible term, I hated it. Now, I hated teaching before I did it. I hated it in uni. Then why'd you I, do it? Um, because I thought it was just because it was placement. And it was, oh, it's because it's placement and it's not real. Um, I hate being watched by my, my lecturers and getting scores and whatever. So um, I decided to then continue in my career. Uh, I started, um, I'll not name any schools. I've been, I've, I've been in like, I could count, it's probably now well over seven or eight schools I've taught in oh, since right. I started in, in uni. Um, so I've been in loads of schools. Um, started off, it was fine for a couple of weeks, and then it it just started to go downhill swiftly, like nosedived. I I was always anxious about it, but it started to really turn the crap. Um, behavior is a problem. Uh, by the way, you cannot be a nice teacher. See, as soon as you're nice and the kids like you, they take advantage. And then you're sitting there getting abused by your children in the class. They're not listening to you. You're telling them to be quiet. And like, I had kids who literally looked at me and were like, nah. nah. Like, look at me going. And like, they, I would say, be quiet. They would mm-hmm. look at me and turn around and start talking to you. And then leave, like, sir, you're my favorite teacher. I love you so much. You're such a lesson. You're such That's a lesson. You're so, you're so chilled. Because like, they walk all Yes, yeah, so you don't know what I'm thinking. I'm in my head, son. And it's, I can tell you, it's not chilled out. So it wasn't It wasn't for me. Um, it, it all culminated to a little moment where I was um, covering a, a, a room of pupils. It was about 60 of them. And um, four or five pupils walked into the room in front of these other 60 pupils which was hard enough in itself. I had to keep them quiet. And they immediately started trying to like take advantage. They didn't know who I was. Um, I was summoned at the time and I walked into the room. I went straight to the whiteboard and started writing on the whiteboard. Did I tell you this? No. Oh, yeah. So they walked in. Um, they were that year. Okay. Uh, walked into the room, went straight to the whiteboard and started writing on it. And I went to where I was like, son, sit down. Um, and he, they ignored me. There was like, there was about four or five of them. And the one who was writing on the whiteboard ignored me. They all did. And I was like, lads, sit down now and stop writing mm-hmm. on the whiteboard. And he could still, he could, I was beside him and he yeah. ignored me. So the other four, I was like, right, lads, everybody out. And the four of them turned around and they're like, nah, why would we leave? And I was like, I told you to get out. And they were like, nah. I turned to the kid on the whiteboard and I went to take the pen off him. Mm-hmm. And he literally... Pulled his arm away. It was no, I was nowhere near him. And he went, mm-hmm. get your hand away from me. And I was like, right, right, that's it. I walked out of the room and went, had to get the VP. And I was like, nah. The level of disrespect, I was like, My no. God. That is not for me. No chance. That is a disgrace. Like, I... I, I, oh God! Um, I didn't tell you that. No. Yeah, that, that I'm, was my I'm most recent. Like, that I, was I, enough I, for yeah, me to basically start writing my notice like immediately. I was, I was just, I'm done, and I don't need that. Like, I bad behavior. If you don't take it personally, you'll be fine. And if you love teaching, you'll be fine. But I hated teaching, and I took bad behavior personally. And when I was you would because you're sitting there. The thing, the thing about it is, there you're sitting there going. Um, why wouldn't you take it personally? Because, I mean, they're taking advantage of the fact that you're, like, close oh, yeah. to their age mm-hmm. um, and they think they can do what they want. And, and do you know what the problem is? That son. actually, that gets me so... Like, part of the reason I think, like, because I, 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 I am quite an emotional person sometimes starting to react to people being, like, like not nice. 
I just think I'd punch him. Like, I, I mean, do you know he's like, take your hand away from me? Like, I, it would be so hard not to, like, to actually just lay into him and be, not like actually punch him, but like, be like, like what are you doing? Oh, the frustration. Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, it, especially because it, it just, oh, they just, they're taking away your authority and everything. It's grim. Ah, I was ridiculous, but that was, like, that, it's not, it's, every school has it. Uh, there's some schools that don't, but then there's different pressures, but, it was just not like I was walking in and if you enjoy it or you don't take it personally you'd be fine but I worry about it so when I was going into school it was like I don't whatever school it was because mm-hmm. I've been in loads of schools I was like I don't want to have to deal with the bad behaviour mm-hmm. and I take it personally and I don't enjoy it and the thing is if it if it was outweighed with I enjoy teaching at the same time yeah, then I would be fine but I didn't even enjoy teaching yeah, so it was like I there's no satisfying point in this for me I just hate the work that I'm doing and when I'm not doing that work I'm in fear of being absolutely disrespected and I was like there was no, what am I supposed to do when somebody says that to me there's yeah. nothing you can do I had yeah. to leave and get a, get a senior member of staff and I disrespected that member of staff as well in front of me mm-hmm. it was like what is this like that's ridiculous I'm sorry but if I don't enjoy it I don't want to have to put up with I don't want to have to put up with any of it then. Like yeah. that's, it's just not worth it for me. So I have uh, left um, and I'm currently hoping to get a job in civil service. I have got a, a, an offer. Um, Riddle me this just quickly then before you get to that. I mean, this is a complete hypothetical because obviously this would never happen now. But especially in the world we live in. Um, but see like martial punishment of a, ch- ch- of a child then the way it used to happen in schools like we were, we're obviously too young yeah um but like our parents would know about that my, dad, re- my like, dad got punched in the chest do you Once. think like i mean i'm not saying obviously that was like a lot of it like it just like back in the, those times they've been teachers just showing ah. their authority but do you reckon that nowadays that's like that that could be beneficial in any no, instance like I would never I would never bring it in because I know how I felt it in school I was, I was nervous going to school all the time mm-hmm. like literally from, from P4 up yeah but you're not the person who's going to be being punched then no right. but the idea that the threat is there like it would make the teachers then, then like, how is a teacher supposed to get their authority like that some teachers haven't yeah but I mean like people your age honestly the answer to that is you have to wait five years you have to be in the same place for five years and become respected because, and even then you get disrespected, but you have to also not take it personally. Mm-hmm. Usually bad behavior isn't, they're not doing it to you because it's you. Like they don't know who you are, but they have something else in the background. Mm-hmm. Even then that's just crap. Like sometimes it's just badly behaved kids yeah. and they just, they, they're in it for like, I taught in the school where they were literally, there were pupils in the building to have fun. They didn't mm-hmm. care. They were just, the only reason they turned up the school was to have a bit of crack. And, it was like they weren't they weren't even looking to get an exam result they weren't going to get any they didn't mm-hmm. want any they just wanted to be there for the crack because bo- sitting at home when your own was born yeah it was like you're never going to get them on side and they're always going to disrespect you so ugh, it was just there's nothing you no hitting the child is absolutely wrong and it's you know what I mean like it's he's, just, he's got to cover himself <laughs> no no and it, would that help with respect absolutely then why did you do it <laughs> <laughs> and it's all like no god um because i literally like even if that was legal i couldn't do it because i don't have a, i don't have a violent bone in my body like i literally don't and i'm very soft natured <laughs> i'm very soft natured um so i i'm in, this is what i'm saying when the, t- when the pupils are saying that i'm like 
when I left the school and they crowded into the corridor for me when I was leaving, like it was about a hundred people, and they were all like, well, I had two, I had two people started crying, and they were Laying all getting presents. No, literally, it was between second period and last period, and there was hundreds of them, and they all piled into the corridor outside my classroom on my because of my my last lesson had ended, mm-hmm. and they, uh, it was lovely, and I was really touched and emotional. But some of the kids were saying they were like, "Oh, sir, why are you leaving? Like, we love you so much," and it's like. But you're so disrespectful at times. Mm-hmm. It's like you mm-hmm. don't. You just love mm-hmm. that I'm giving you an easy life because I'm I'm a soft natured teacher who doesn't want to shout at kids all day, and I can't be strict because that I don't. That, that is so not me. I wonder if that's something to do with technology and design. It would. I think been, it is. Well, be, no, because no, no, and I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't mean. I don't mean like um, that. Like anything about the subject, because I mean, like it, it's its own thing. Like people who don't study it can't do it. Same with other things. What I mean is that, like, students, specifically as well, if you're covering a class or, like, it's not, like, a technology and design class, I don't think they'll have, like, much respect. And that's not saying they should have the respect, but, like, if I think back to when I was in school, if a technology and design teacher had us, it was a free period, basically. It's very accurate, and Mm. I think that's probably a mentality. Now, I I taught with people who were, like, really on the ball mm-hmm. um, and no one messed with them mm-hmm. um, and like they were great they they really did their job very well and they were strict and the pupils did not mess with them mm-hmm. and I was like that but that was rare like when I was in school I mean I obviously did TD up the A level and my class were not like a badly behaved class at all mm-hmm. um, and we were all real tryhards like we were all getting we all got 100% in our coursework and stuff we got the top results in TD in the country like it was brilliant and we were real tryhards that's very rare um, and that's not, I'm not putting myself a real in. selective not, memory because I'm not putting myself in that racket. And yes, I cling from the teacher's yeah, car. Very selective memory. I was there. a very well behaved people. I actually was. Um, but no, and so in most schools, the worst, like the, the least, I need to word this correctly, the least educationally inclined people do TD, and the TD teachers are always the most laid back. Now, that is true, but they've been there, those teachers have been there a long time, and people respect them. Mm-hmm. Also, they do, they, they just. What's the, there was there was a saying before I went down to that red and it was like the more uh, the more you put up with the more you have to put up with so the more you tolerate mm-hmm. the more you have to tolerate so the more you, the more bad behavior you let go the worse it's going to get for you because they're, they're going to take advantage and it was uh, there's TD teachers who just get on with it and everyone loves them and that's great and I thought that was going to be me and my pupils did love me but they didn't respect me and I was like in order to be respected I had to be somebody that I am absolutely not like I had to mm-hmm. be harsh and angry and I had to keep punishing them and it would be detentions and demerits or whatever and uh, like within, within two weeks of uh, when I started I had four kids in my class over break time on detention because it's mm-hmm. not out of the room like they 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 at the end of the day they left when I told nobody to leave they just walked out and thought it was funny and the next day I was like you're all on detention and that lot they had they respect me for about a week and then they started taking advantage again and I was like if I was really harsh on them they wouldn't do that to me but I didn't have it to be a, I, I couldn't be strict like that and uh, fair play to teachers honestly fair play to them great profession I don't I just do not have it I cannot I cannot be hated by 30 kids so you're class. gonna work for the state now I technically was working for the state anyway so you're going to work for the state now yes I'm going to work for the civil service hopefully now I've got a job offer which I've accepted but then there's pre-employment checks and it's HMRC so they're really secure about it so I am 
like they haven't got back to me in about two weeks about mm-hmm. the pre-employment checks. They're just working through them. So I, I mean, I should be working for the civil service, but like I may not get the the pre-employment checks might fail or something. I don't know. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um. But that's my plan. I'm currently not teaching, and I've made my decision. Um. That that is not what I'm going to do. I am done with. Uh. Because I literally sat. Like my girlfriend or my sister talk about when they're gonna they're teaching the next day or they're doing planning and it makes me feel physically ill. See, hearing them talk about it, I feel a rush of anxiety fill me when I hear them <laughs> them talking about their planning and I'm like, oh my god, no, I refuse to walk into the school again. I'm done with it. I'm so done with it. So, does it feel like you've had to grow up a bit? Um, it was this was a wake up call. It wasn't anything that I didn't expect. I I knew I was going to feel this way for a couple of weeks. I didn't know I was going to feel this way for four months. But do you feel like you've lost a so like like a wee bit of um, like respect for myself or something? No, not respect. No, 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 no. Um, you should. The thing is, I mean, I I've said this before, but you should have nothing but respect for yourself. For the thing is, like, because when you left the actual like the the, the school that you originally started with, and um, went to like do some covering work and stuff like that and subbing. Like that's the evidence you go on. Maybe it was that place. I want to try other other things. Aye, but the thing was, like, I knew, I knew that that school was not a bad school at all. Mm. It was brilliant. The staff were class. A lot of people were mm. great. I knew from the off that it was me. That mm-hmm. I wasn't controlling. I wasn't authoritative enough in the room. That I was too nice to them. Um, and when like, like even I'm hearing teachers from that school still text me today, being like, the kids miss you so much and all. It's like that's lovely, but. They, I don't, they, they didn't respect me. Like, <laughs> yeah. If they see if I was a, if I was really doing my job properly, like I really got on with yeah. getting control of the class, they wouldn't have loved me. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it, like you get that warm, that warm, nice feeling when I was leaving, when they were all outside the corridor, and I was like, God, you know, this is really lovely, mm-hmm. and they're all giving you presents and all, and kids were crying and everything, and I was like, that's so nice, but. I could have cried. <laughs> I could have cried for about three months. <laughs> Please respect me. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh you god! Did, did you say to me that you nearly did cry? Um, at one point. Um, about some, uh, over uh, over something that had like it was like a culmination. I could have cried at the end of the day once. No, not mm-hmm. literally. I didn't actually. Yeah, yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. But I was so fed up and I just wanted to say I'm done with this. Like, I am just finished. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, th- it's not that my, my, my situation was worse than other teachers. Mm-hmm. Pete, there were loads of teachers working in all the schools I worked in who were NQTs and they walked in and got on with it and they enjoyed it. It was just, it, personally for me, my mind was so fixated on bad behaviour and what, 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 what could go wrong today. Yeah. And I was like, I needed, I was literally begging for a boring job, a boring job. Now, the job that I'm going for is actually quite creative um, and it doesn't sound too boring. Uh, work from home, flexible hours, all that stuff. So it sounds great. But I was begging, like the thing about school is it's structured as well. Six and a half hours, you have to be in that building. Mm-hmm. You have to be supervising kids almost all day. And it's like, that's so structured. And I was so excited to leave my school so that I didn't have to do that anymore. And now, uh, then I was straight back into it. Like uni, oh god, I miss uni. I miss the freedom of, of having a lecture, and deciding whether you wanted to go to it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's not that was that's the growing up that I that I probably did. And it wasn't that I was childish, but prior to this, I did have a feeling like, you know, 
it's teaching but now that i'm a teacher you know i've got to feel like i'm in control and i can do what i want yeah like you're like you're growing up you can you could buy a house yeah yeah yeah, and i feel free (laughs) i don't when i was teaching i felt trapped i felt like i'm stuck in the school i can't leave um which was childish that was probably a grown-up thing that i needed to do i needed to have a better idea of what real work was going to be um that's weird because like especially with it being your first full-time job I, yeah. I, I thought at the start when you were have, uh, uh, you were very anxious about it that that was playing a big part of that. Um, so I thought that that would have been a, definitely a big part of what was stressing you out. What I'm saying though is because you were like, a, like a, you know, think about it. I mean, obviously when you were going to uni, like um, you were actually there face to face. So for, for the most, for, ah. the, for a bit of your degree. So you would, have, you would have still been in for a lot of the time. But from going from never working to like working like, a full-time job yeah was that a bit of like a shock um the shock was that like consuming it was the the anxiety was was all consuming Mm -hmm. so that's why i can't really answer because Mm -hmm. i don't know because teaching makes me feel anxious yeah so the anxiety was permanent and it was like it wouldn't go away and i spent my weekends worrying about work and i spent work worrying about work and when i got out of work i worried about work yeah and i just permanently worried and worried and worried and um, so i don't know i know what you because it's hard to split that because when i would have been working full-time jobs i know what you mean in terms of as soon as you get out of work you're going i've got eight hours ten hours and then i'm back back in yeah to do it again um so and I, I think if, if it's a job that you didn't have to think about when you were at home yeah that's the dream like now some teachers can do that they don't think about Mm -hmm. it i need a job where it's all right when i'm in or i actually Mm -hmm. kind of enjoy it and i don't expect to love it work work. but that when you go home at the end of the day you're not thinking about work teaching you have to think about it you have to plan for the next day you have to worry about bad behavior and what classes you're going to face and then you have to freaking get up in the morning and drive into work and i (laughs) swear to god there were mornings where i woke up and i was like i cannot get i I walked up to my mom one day and i was like i can't get in the car I can't, I can't, the, the wheels will not move. Don't make I, me do I, it. Exactly, I was like, please, yeah. I can't drive into work today, and I had to, but my mm-hmm. mom was like, you know, we all have that, we all have to do it, and I'm like, you don't understand, I, I can't. Oh, the pain, God. Having a job where you don't have to absolutely, like, you don't feel sick in the morning mm-hmm. before you go in, like, I felt ill going into work in the morning, Yeah. and I was like, no, that, I, I don't need that in my life, don't need it. Oof, it's it's over now but I still I still have a feeling that I have to go back in the school I was saying this to my girlfriend mm-hmm. last night that I feel like uh, I, like I still have this anxiety in the back of my head that like you know that's my life now like this is yeah. I'm trapped I do have to eventually go back into the school and it's like that's not the case like I'm out of it but I like it feels like trauma like I actually feel trauma from the anxiety of doing that job that cannot be healthy like that can't be I don't know if it's you or if it's the job it's I feel like it's me. you, yeah. Because like I feel like if it was the job, then there'd be a lot more. A problems. lot more people in that situation. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it was just it was hairy at times, and I'm glad to be. It's just, it's weird because you wouldn't have thought you. you li- I mean, literally, like you, you couldn't have guessed at all that that would have been no. how you felt about it. I had I had a pupil. This is this is what I mean by like you'll you'll know what I mean when you go in to do placement or whatever. Or if you are, if you do end up doing teaching, mm-hmm. um like I had a this is what I mean by the level of disrespect I was sitting in my class there was only about six people in right and it was TD at the end of a Friday or something and there was this child who had been permanently annoying me mm-hmm. like I, I had seriously had issue with this kid that nobody else had had issue with so I was like no one else is having a problem with this child this child is actually a serious issue for me 
and somebody they were talking absolutely rubbish about Spongebob or something right <laughs> and somebody said I'm like Squidward and I was like excuse me what do you mean by that and this other kid then turned around and goes nah you're like Patrick Starr <laughs> because you're big and stupid are you serious <laughs> yes <laughs> kids dropping bars I turned around and went me and you both some. <laughs> Uh, that's when I knew I had to quit. <laughs> yeah, kids going home and cut themselves. No, that was the, like it was such a quick remark. Can you tell? Um, just the ask. I'll type this down. The other. The can o- you tell this story? The other people. Uh, oh, um, I've well, why not? <laughs> I had a kid. Oh my god. He, <laughs> He was, um, the kid was, um, he was, well, well, I don't know why, what, why are you even describing black. The kid was black. And they had a black uniform and he was listening to music, right, with white earphones. And you're not allowed earphones in school. And I said, I was talking about the uniform because he had big, big white wires all over his black uniform in his pocket. And I said to him, I was like, son, he was actually a lovely kid. I was really fond of him. He was, he was really, and like people would have had a problem with him. I loved him. He was so funny. Um... And I was like, you need to put those earphones away. See, if you like, if you were going to be smart about it, son, you'd wear black earphones. <laughs> <laughs> he turned around to me and went, is that a black joke? And I was like, no! <laughs> I was like, nah, it's because your uniform's black. Don't do that to me, son. <laughs> That's very funny. You trying to put the race card on me, son, don't talk about your uniform. And inside I was like, I'm sacked, I'm sacked, I'm sacked. No, it was because he had a black uniform on. And then as soon as I said it, I went, oh shit, I've just said that. Yeah. And the kid looked at me and he was like, did you just make a black joke to me? And I was like, no. <laughs> but if you want to take it. <laughs> but we'll end it. Nightmare. Oh my God. That was a funny moment. But he like, he really laughed it off because I was talking about his uniform. I wasn't talking about yeah. the skin. Oh, he, it was brilliant when oh you called me out. Oh God, nightmare. I and then a kid called me freaking Patrick Starr. Oh. I can't believe that. I, I will. I, oh God. Mm. So what, I had a conversation with some of the kids in, in the classes that I was covering about how the, he was crashing his car and the he crashed his car into a tree like three times. The kid? Yeah, and he was fifteen. And he said about how many times he crashed his car in the tree and all. And then I had other I had other kids and this happened across all the schools I was in, taught like pointing at kids in my class who were druggies and all. And I was like, What is going on here? Like I, I, the word drug to me was like terrifying. Yeah. All the up clubs at eighteen and I mm-hmm. still would never touch them. But it was like they were so, it was just willy-nilly, like they were just, uh, they were talking about the druggies in the class and one guy, a kid who was underage, driving his car and crashed into a tree three times and all, and I was like, what the hell? Like, I, oh my God, Belter, I was sitting in, I was sitting covering this, this class and there was these two boys and they were talking about vaping or whatever mm-hmm. and both of them just got up, right, one of them went to the toilet, right, and they always went to the toilet to vape and yeah. they came back and then they, the two of them walked over to the window, right? Mm-hmm. And like, sir, we're just looking out the window here. And I can literally see him ruffling in his mate's pocket to get the mm-hmm. vape out. And I was like, I literally said in my head, right, he's going to take his vape off him. And then he's going to ask to go to the toilet to vape. Mm-hmm. I bet you he will. And literally, the kid a minute later goes, the, the two of them just pretend to look out the window, but they're ruffling in their pockets. It's so obvious. Like, the thing about kids is, stupid. Yeah. And then it, it was so blatantly obvious. And then they, they finished their way, you know, look, look out the window with quotation yeah. marks. They sat down and went, sir, can I go to the toilet? And I was like, 
because I, I can't I'm not gonna, this kid if I told him to take the vape out of his pocket he would have laughed in my face they had mm. they had no they literally had no respect for me yeah. I was in that in that classroom I was literally just trying to stop them fighting I was just trying to stop them from beating me up you know what I mean <laughs> I just I just needed to get out after 15 minutes alive so I was like I right, go for it go for it I saw nothing I'm gonna get killed they literally have no respect one of the kids actually said to me in that class sir if I walked into the class if you walked into my class and I was vaping he told me to stop I think I'd actually laugh at you in the face I was sitting there going you probably would even I'd laugh at me in the face like oh my god so don't do teaching kids or at least be, be more be, threatening be more threatening yeah be authoritative in the classroom most mostly be better than me I would like I just did not like it it's it's, it's it comes back to Jordan Peterson our Lord and Saviour um, oh, uh, be dangerous be a monster yeah be a monster yeah well I'm not that monster not in, not in school I'm, I'm not a monster <laughs> oh, but mate the, the, the future is bright the future is bright I'm hopefully moving on to bigger and better well not better things but different things um I I'm currently weighing up would I want to do um, product design maybe mm-hmm. would I want to do I even have a subtle inkling of being a pilot in my head but that's impossible you know what I mean delusions delusions of grandeur which isn't going to happen <laughs> I'm going to be one of those people you need like, to get back in the flight simulator <laughs> <laughs> like football player like it was the guy who called something Salah and he uh, like his plane crash flying from France that'll be me like, you know what I mean like, just, it just it doesn't work out anyway um, either piloting which isn't going to happen Product design, maybe doing becoming a therapist, but that's just so much work to become a therapist. Yeah. I've already got a product design degree, so I'm pretty sure I'd probably just stick with what I have. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's it is what it is. It's you've still it got you've still got time to work it out, mate. Exactly, mate. So but you're getting uh, old, like so. Huh? But you're getting old, so you have to start getting these things in place. The no, thing about it is, again, what a depressing sentence. I know, mate. You get old and you just kind of. I was told I looked like I was 25 by someone I live with and because they, they forgot. But then they also forgot that I wasn't their age. Interesting. How, how is the uni life? I, because I'm just thinking, we haven't done this since I moved out. Well, um, the, the, predominantly, our listener base is university. Uh, hopefully not Hopefully not school kids because they'll be my pupils listening <laughs> to me. Well, former pupils. Um... Uh, you know uni and people who've just started and work so we're getting a fair balance of how depressing life is yeah um uni life give me give me a, a, an in-depth feeling on how it's all um shaping up so moving down moving out to the north coast has been good um in terms of getting being closer to the uni um now i mean it's met nothing because for the first for the second year of the first semester um every th- every one of my classes except one was online and then unfortunately the lecture um had had an accident um so uh he couldn't do it um anymore so that was moved online so it's been it's been pretty poor for that now you've got <clears throat> getting being closer to university means like i suppose being able to do karate which has been good um it's very good for your uh, like gen i'm not like i'm not like selling it but um there's only like there's not a lot of people who do it um and most of the people who do it have been there for ages. Um, so and they're, they're really really nice. Um, and it it actually it's it's very good fun. It's really good for your self confidence. Um, 
and actually being able to defend yourself um, when you're when you, just it, it, genuinely you just feel a little bit more a little more confident when you're walking about that you're like you're not going to be beaten up. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Patrick Star. Um, uh, How do you feel about? Have you ever sat in your student house and looked around, and gone, "I am literally." living in filth like i am i am you're now one with the shit covering the walls this is the thing um our house uh our house in the middle of our house is actually quite nice um com- certainly compared to holy lance houses and uh certainly compared to um yeah holy lance houses but uh, yes. uh no, no bottles no um <laughs> so we like my room is very nice um i i do try try to keep my room as clean as possible um the problem is it's it's, it's all wooden floors yeah. so like a lot of dust just collects um but um the other problem you know like like the walls like there's holes just in some walls and stuff like and, and it's like I, we've had to take photos of it just so we don't get trying to get stiffed for the deposit um other things that were annoying we didn't have heating for four months um that was a bit irritating um you had like four colds in like two weeks. Yeah, I, I yeah, because I went, I went like cold, sinus infection, lung and like chest then infection. chest infection, then COVID. Um, and then, <laughs> so like then ICU. So, yeah, yeah, then, then dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it, that that was all right. Like um, th- but the house is really nice. Um, certainly as I say, compared to a Holy Land's house. Um, I don't really like the area. Um, like th- like that street. <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a really weird mix. Um, so you've got like a lot of students, and then like <clears throat> so like uh, most of the students go home on the weekends, obviously. And then a few every like couple of weekends, I'll stay down that weekend um, and get a bit of work done overtime, or if I'm doing assignments or whatever. And uh, you notice that it's so quiet, and it's actually really nice when the students aren't there. Um, and it's like there's also like like families who live there. I was now see one of the first nights I was there. I hope she doesn't actually won't name her, but a person I live with. Um, I was I was in bed, and the, actually, do you know what it is? I don't care that I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself. The people who live up there with me think I'm like an old grumpy bastard. Okay, probably are. To be honest, mate, I was asked the other day <laughs> as, you, as you become grumpy, <laughs> yeah. you get two seconds, two seconds. I got the respect. <laughs> um, you have to respect me. <laughs> um, I uh, I I was asked. Like, like the, on the week of leaving, they were all talking about like drinking stories and all this, and I was just sitting there like, great banter. And uh, I was asked, like, do you know, like sarca- like 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 this? Like, people can't obviously see what I'm about to do, but the she asked me, the person asked me like this. Oh, yeah. So like, like explain, like, mm. it's like, <laughs> do, you, do you have any drinking stories from being up here? And I was like, no, I don't really drink up here. Just like drinking when I'm back home. Since I've been up there, I've had. Mate, that, that's the classic line where it's like, if you ever like kissed a girl, like yeah, I, yeah, mate, once on my holiday, she doesn't have Facebook, <laughs> she doesn't have social media or any internet presence at all. It's irritating, <laughs> like it's irritating because like like the first episode documents my my drinking past, um, but like I'm not a virgin. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I I went out with a girl in Grand Canaria five years ago. <laughs> no, she doesn't use technology. <laughs> She's a native. <laughs> living in a cave <laughs> um but like since i've been up there i've had when i was out i've had three guinnesses in total and uh an alcoholic guinness um that you. i got in the tesco's and I'm here tell you what they're actually quite nice um but and, and a bailey's um and this is the thing i i they just think that i'm like a, a grumpy bastard what and this is the thing 
is it on, is it is it is the onus on me to prove that I'm a mad bastard? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you are in uni when I was in third year in school. People used to look at me like, would you just laugh? And I'm like, you know what? I was just permanently uninterested in people's jokes. I just didn't find them very funny. I was just I had no crack, and they were just looking at me like I used to, they literally picked on me for being born. Do you I mean third year, like in, sc- in, in school? school, not being born? I was yeah. picked on for being grumpy. I think That's there was a hierarchy in your school, so like people picked on Joel, and then Joel picked on me because <laughs> I vividly remember us driving up to your house in Dundrod, and uh, you were talking about like school results, and you're you're talking about like you're like. Rathmore's better than some Malachi. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> that was uh, my, my jealousy because I was getting picked on. <laughs> I love Rathmore, it's so good. <laughs> so you've just written help in the fog on the glass. I'm just hoping my mum swerves the car in the tree. <laughs> I just like. Uh. Is is the onus on me? Like, do, do you know what I mean? Sh- no, I- um, you are definitely more mature than anyone, any students now in uni. So it's just because like, I'm older, though. No, that's because the thing. there's an immaturity. There's an immaturity to somebody turn around to you and going like, "What drinking have you done up here?" It's like, "What are you, child? Stop talking. Stop asking about what drinking I'm doing. Like, what are we fourteen? I'll I'll drink whenever I want to drink. You're looking at her going, what? Like, that is something when I was first year in uni. Yeah. I remember the Colchies coming into St. Mary's and saying, um, you know, we're going out to Limelight. And I was like, Limelight? Conquered it. I did that. When I, <laughs> I did that when I was 17. Conquered it. I, I, I drink in bars now. And I was like, Jesus. By the time you get the fourth year, like, what a petulant child. You know what I mean? Like, just get over yourself, son. It doesn't matter. Somebody questioning you on your drinking is something you did when you were a teenager and yeah. it was competitive. Now you just drink when you want to drink. If you don't want to have a drink, don't have a drink. Yeah. Like that's so stupid. It baffles me because like I sit there and sometimes it's it's like so like I get called dad a lot then because like <laughs> I'm like obviously the oldest. Um and uh there was one night I don't think he'll mind me saying, um, because he's a good lad, um and he knows who he is if he's listening to this. Um Yes. Yeah. So um, there was one night uh, United were. In fact, yeah, this is actually a half decent story. We were. Um, it was the night United were playing Atalanta, and they drew two two, um, and it felt like a win because Ronaldo scored in like the last minute. Um, but so, so I was. I'd been working forty eight. The match started at eight. I get my Man United top on, um, and I stick it on on the laptop. Um, sorry, no on the TV because you know TV license, and uh, <laughs> and then. I start making my dinner, and I was making, if I remember correctly, the the classic super noodles. Um, so I was sitting there, got it all ready, a few potato waffles on with her, really nice. Um, and I'm sitting there enjoying myself now. So like at what it it eight p.m. kick off like ten o'clock ish. Um, game's you, over. Sorry, you're talking about this. I mean, while I'm watching Joe Biden choking his own spit, try, trying to trying to speak. God. The problem with Joe Biden is he permanently looks like he should be in like uh, uh, like one of those waxworks museums. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Kamala Harris, the most hated woman on television, just came off the stage, and this man, God love him, old man who is struggling to speak. Whoa! Like, did you just see what it said at the bottom? What she no. said? She said that it stood alongside uh, American history, alongside Pearl Harbor. 
and 9-11 in American history, the uh, January 4th attacks. Conveniently get attacked and then they're going to, what are they going to do, invade Moscow or something? Now, you they're going to invade themselves. <laughs> no, they actually just invade Florida and kill all the rednecks. That's what America does. America always has an excuse to go to war. Anyway, sorry, you were making dinner. The, um, yeah, so uh, watching the match... Uh, Sitting there screaming, and no one was in the house. Everyone was out drinking. It was a Tuesday, um, because that's like the the um the kind of student night in the bar up there in the anchor. And uh, this this guy we I live with, he really dead on. He, like he was out with his friends, and um, I get a text from another person we live with, being like this person, like you know, he, he's this guy's being weird. I'll call him John. His name's not John, but I'll call him John because I'm going to be mentioning him a lot. Um, so. He's been really weird. He's drinking a lot. Um, and this person is really like it's really interesting because I've said to him before, John, like, uh, is like when he's when he's like see when he's sober, like just yeah. de- he's just completely normal. He's really dead on. It's like a Jackal and Hyde thing <laughs> where like when he drinks, like John just becomes like like this. Like I always say, it's the eyes because see when you look at his at John's eyes when he's drunk, like when he's had any drink, you just know and you're like right. I need to lock the door here. See every time he John drinks, I I would be sitting in my room, and I usually don't. I usually like to have dinner like at the dinner table because like I don't like to bring the plate in the room. Uh-huh. Um, and now I usually just bring it in the room if I know uh, John's drinking because like what will happen is there'll be a knock at my door, and I'm like, <laughs> I remember I opened the door once, and John was like. And he just laid on in my bed, and I'm sitting there and chicken goujons, and I'm just like, mate, it's half twelve. Um, and uh, he's like, I he go, he was like, he was like, I'm gonna cook a pizza here. And I was like, no worries, mate. I go down, and I see like the, the pizza is like beside the oven, and the oven's on, and he's sitting there, I guess. And I was like, mate, you know the pizza, you know the pizza's not in the oven. He's like, what? <laughs> so I put the pizza on for him, um, and and he's like, did I do that? And. Uh, <laughs> no mate um, I went just you check out in a few minutes and then he comes upstairs and he goes did I leave the pizza in your room <laughs> and I went no mate but there's uh, I cook what did I cook <laughs> just start eating the bacon tray out of the oven yeah. <laughs> I, I, I cooked something for my point. dinner I must have made like a few I think it was like a few extra potato waffles or something I went oh mate but don't worry I've, there's a few potato waffles you remember down there for you and he goes in your room I was like no but anyway so we was out this night I sent you, this is the night I sent you 11 one minute voice notes and you never listened oh, wow. to them because you never got them. Um, so I get a phone call and it's the match has just ended and it, and you know, I'm, I'm buzzing, running around the house going like, and uh, it's, I get a phone call and it's uh, a, a guy who lives with us um, being like, uh, can you come pick up John? And I'm like, why? And he's, like, he, he's really drunk. He's been kicked out by the bouncer. And I went, what happened? And actually, I don't even know if I found out this out at this stage, but basically what happened was um, he, he was on the ground and the bouncer tried to like like lift him up, like being, like being dead on, and he pushed him. <laughs> and like, John won't mind me saying that like, he's he's like, um he's a fairly trim guy, but he's he's not like a, like a massive, like he's not going to yeah. beat a bouncer up, do you know what I mean? Um, so like, Bouncer throws him out, um, and I'm asked to come down and get him, and I was sitting there going, oh, of course, and it's it's the whole thing where I'm saying, like, where it's like the dad thing, where it's like, just because I don't drink doesn't mean I have to pick up the pieces. Um, so I uh, then find out that my car's actually behind someone's car who's out, so I was like, right, can't come down. 
and he's like, um, right, don't, no worries, I'll call you if, any, if anything else happens. I'm like, write that on. So why, 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 I wouldn't even, I'd be like, don't, don't uh, yeah, call yeah, me if anything happens. Yeah. I don't want to know. Phone's on silence. Phone your man, but yeah. I'm not your man. Yeah. It's phone, so he apparently gets, tries to get a taxi. I don't know what happens, but he doesn't let him in or something to the taxi. Oh, yeah, he runs off. So I get a phone call from the person, and and they're like, oh, John's ran, ran off. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, he's ran. I was like, right down. I was like, can you go out and look for him? I was like, no, no. Why? Why? Why would I go out and look for for John? Like yeah. because like I mean they. But then you get the Catholic guilt. Um, you're like, what if he dies? <laughs> then it's on no, me. I the um, I was like, right. So I'm gonna have to go out and look for him. And I was like, tell you what, I will wait twenty minutes. Um, and if he's not home, then I'll go out and look for him. Nothing happens for the twenty minutes. So um, I go out and I do a lap around. Um, there, there's there's a there's a th- there's a place really right beside like our house, like an alley. I think I've told you about it. Yeah. And this isn't me being funny or anything because it's it's horrible. It's called like apparently by students rape alley um, because it's <laughs> like it's scary, like it's it's very dark and it like it leads down to. I guess it's a shortcut if you're going to uh, the bar. It's like maybe like a like a like a four minute like alley kind of thing for right? for enough side. yeah it cuts through like the estates um and at the end there's like a wee ditch to the side of it so you can imagine um i'm sitting there man united top like i'm not sure because it wasn't going out that day um i've got my right so i've read man united shirt shirt uh purple like <laughs> sweats um <laughs> and a black a black uh, pair of shoes. You look like a, you look like a confused orange man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Like I, so I do the lap and there's no one there. I'm getting my flashlight, looking in the ditch in case I just see you know John's head popping up, um, and he's not there. So then start doing a lap around the whole estate, and I'm, this is when I'm sending you the one minute voice notes, being like, waiting to hear what's happening to me here. So I then uh, then I remember, oh right, John has like friends like in this area, and I was. like, so I start looking for parties, um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, I was like, for me, the qualifying factors had to be lights, like different colored lights, music, and then like, and then I'd be like, right, I'll knock. So I see one house, and I go up, and it's like not North Street or anything, and I just I knock right, and there's no answer, and, I, and I, there's music that's quite loud, and then I knock again. And then this girl like comes out like of this door like in the in the view of the hallway and sees me, but she didn't hear me knock, so she just thinks I'm standing Stand there looking. in the man, yeah, in the man, yeah, top. <laughs> and uh, she comes to the door and like she actually put like does that thing of like open it like slightly, and I'm like I'm not a threat. No. Like I I I, I was like uh, it's a wee chain on the lock. <laughs> and I'm like yeah, you can hold me. Um, so I was like. No, um, I, I have a, uh, a friend, I'm not going to describe him, but I described him to her. And I was like, have you seen him? She's like, oh, no, good luck, though. And I was like, no worries, thanks. So uh, completed the lap and then went back inside. And then I'm like, do you know what it is? I, I let the person know who you contacted me. I was like, I, I don't know where they are. Um, so he's probably went to his friend's house or whatever. I'm going to bed. Um, so I'm, I'm lying in my room. And I just hear, like, not even like a knock, but like a body slam against the door. And it's, and it's John. And he's just lying against the door, and I open it and I look, and it is funny because he is quite like even though he can't be a melter when he's drunk, he, it's very funny. Yeah. So like I open the door and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened, bro? And, um, I uh, I I'm like morning, morning, and it's the same thing happens that happened with the pizza where he put um he put this toast in and he's looking at the toast bread and I toasted it for him and put it on the plate for him and he was like. 
Did I do that? <laughs> no. And then he gets red sauce out. And he butters the bread with red uh, sauce. And he's eating it and he's looking at me. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> <you're> crying. <laughs> I, uh, when I was in um, uh, Anita's student house once, mm-hmm. there was a load of fellas there. It was it was like a friends of somebody who was going out with somebody in the house. Yeah. And the fella was like, he was drunk on his face, right? He was like, I mean, he's a giant guy. And he was like, I ain't going to have a fig, mate. <laughs> I was like, cool, mate. I'm, I'm just trying to eat my takeaway M&S Chinese here. <laughs> and he was like, Right, and so he turns on the toaster, and he goes to light his fag up toaster. And some girl goes, "Mate, I have a letter." And he turns around and looks at her, and goes, "Nah, I'm using the toaster." <laughs> he starts toasting his letter, he's toasting his fag, <laughs> and you're like, "Mate, you're not impressed that anyone should use the fucking letter." Like, and he's just like, "You can just see him in the toaster." <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good stuff. <laughs> he gets up, gets a bit of fucking toast on his on his fag. Like, what are you doing? Then he get both sides. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, ridiculous. That's see, so imagine, see, that's the kind of that, that's why I wouldn't go near the Holy Lands because that's the kind of st- nah, shit that I'm dealing like, with. It was scummy. That it was just ugh. there was good times. See, when it was on a Saturday, all the students had left, and I had um, my girlfriend's house. Oh in yeah, seven uni have. When we were doing like like uh, the praise there, that was great. Oh. Apart from that one time, um, but like it was usually um, good times. Oh yeah, that one time. Yeah, that one time. Um, <laughs> and the neighbours downstairs were interesting. Yeah, like the like everyone I know knows this, so it's fine. But like, there was one time like we went up. Like we, we can't tell the story. I think I'll just leave out the bit about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, so we were like going. See, this is this is the thing. I think this the thing that happened happened when we got back. It did. It, it did. They were invited up after, and I, which I was, is so weird because yeah. we never do afters. No, and they, it wasn't even brilliant. Like. There was, was music on. There was definitely music uh, on, but it was uh, like I think it must have. We must have been there for all, all the ten minutes. Were they there? The priest? Did we go out? Like where did no, they go I think out? They go out. I think we went out and came back. Um, I just know I was up in bed sleeping. I, I remember. Right, so we went. We went out. I think it was the limelight because I think I remember walking back, um, like on the Ormore Road, um, and. We, we we were obviously sleeping over at uh, Anita's house, um, because there's only so many rooms. Um, I was it was me, Baxter, and uh, this other person. Yeah. Um, gonna be like on the sofas, and the people who lived downstairs and their friend. So it was like the, the a couple and their friend, uh, were coming up. I, I don't even know why I'm telling a story. There's no nothing funny that comes out of this. Um, <laughs> but uh, we were um like getting going to sleep and do you know. What? Do you know what's funny about this? In fact, there is something that's quite funny about this. I may have accident like I'm not gonna I'm not victim blaming myself, but I think I may have played into this, and I'm gonna tell you why after. So I'll tell we'll we'll, we'll say the events. So like we're sitting there. Did did we drink at the afters? Was there like an afters, or did we just kind of sit and chill and talk? I don't know. I can't remember. There's definitely music on. I, I, I remember waking up in, in anger. I was really yeah. angry the next yeah. morning. Me, me marching around the house looking for someone <laughs> to beat up. <laughs> Where is I? Well, I'm um, I'll feel your penis. <laughs> Sorry. We, um, we, so it was me, Baxter, and this other person in the sofas. And there's a, the, the person who was friends of the couple that lived downstairs was sitting beside me. Uh, like, not like right beside me, but just sitting beside me. It was a two person sofa. And I had music on, and uh, the per- I was singing along to the music, and the person says, um, oh, you've a really nice singing voice. And and I, I went to the guy, I was like, um, oh, cheers, mate. And he was like, no, it's really nice. I was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, right, sweet. So, like, it, um, so the music was going on. I started drifting off to sleep. 
and uh, I was just sleep, and I, then I was sleeping before you know it, because like everyone started just going up, everyone was going up to bed. It was all kind of sleeping. Um, ba- like Baxter was asleep as well. Um, the other person was not sleeping. Doing oh, God yeah, knows yeah, what. Yeah. Um, f- filler on the roof. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and, they were uh, fiddling. I uh, know. Um, fiddly diddly dum and. Uh, <laughs> One goes up the bomb. <laughs> um, I'll believe that, but um, well, I mean, I'm no longer teaching, so yeah. I suppose it's, it's um, not your career, I, yeah. <laughs> it's my life on the line, and um, I uh, so I woke up with like a hand on my finger, uh, a hand, a hand on on the area, um, and it was the guy, and I was just frozen because like you, you, you never, I felt so powerless when I probably I've never been in a fight, but like. I feel like I could throw my weight around if I wanted to. Um, and <laughs> so like, somebody can't fight Sam. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's never been in a fight Sam. <laughs> I think I could probably win. It's like when they say, I could throw my weight around. You're like, what do you mean? You're going to throw yourself at him? You're going to jump on him? Um, but uh, I. Uh, so it was just so weird. Um, and our and supposed I, uh, close friend was sitting there getting in uh, mm-hmm. and having a wee pull. And. Turned around and watched <coughs> it happen and didn't do anything. Not Baxter. No, not Baxter. Baxter not was Baxter. fast asleep. No, it wasn't so him. It was somebody anything. else who we haven't really spoken to since. But yeah, it was like, um, did nothing. Yeah, just, just yeah. And, I, and it, was, it was just so weird. Especially because if if the roles were reversed, I, I would literally be like like on them. Like, like, a, like a bomb. And so I tell the guy to leave. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, and, he, and, he, and, he st- and it was the weird thing that happened was he started calling me weird. He was like, you should, yous, yous are all so weird. Like, like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? We'll call, I could call the police on you. Like, it's like, why are you even still here? Yeah, like, all the, all the couple went downstairs and all. It was so weird. Now, this is why it's fine. <laughs> I uh, recently thought, like found the top that I was wearing that night. <laughs> And also remember the music that was on. <laughs> and so you reenacted it. <laughs> and I was like, let's test this theory. Um Will he come back? <laughs> it's like it's like the bad symbol, but it's just you know, a Um so I uh the top that I was wearing, it was the first turtleneck that I'd ever bought, right? It was like a high neck top. And it was like I don't know if you remember this. You were asking for it like I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> You were you were asking for it, a turtleneck, um, a and it, it was striped. It was white with like loads of red, yellow, orange, oh. and blue stripes, right? And and it said it was embroidered because I used to love, I still love embroidered stuff. And it was embroidered on like the high neck. It said unity and right. I didn't know until after that it was actually like an LGBT brand, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then and then the nail in the coffin. What music was I listening to? Fucking Curtis Whisper. Ah, uh, my George Michael. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you, were, you were giving him a wink. You were winking at him across the room. You can now understand. It's like he's just so weird. I'm, I'm laying like a, like a, like a, like a, like a breadcrumb trail of gayness. So the wee multicolored blanket over here. So I fur because what our friend was doing. He may have connected the dots. You yeah, thought, oh, yeah, this, this I suppose. Is <laughs> this is a gay orgy, is what this is. <laughs> I'm here for the good times. <laughs> no, but then you came up and told me the next morning. That, <clears throat> like, for some reason, I got that song in my mm-hmm. head. Somebody's getting diddled, and it's also what it is. <laughs> but I, uh, you told me the next morning, and I was marching around the house <laughs> looking, for, looking for some like friggin' pedophile. Yeah. But where is he? Well, I said pedophile, you were overage, but yeah. I was like, where is he at? <laughs> me and Baxter were running around angry. But of course, didn't find him. Turns out he lived downstairs. Weirdo, like <sighs> weird, weird times. Like, 
That was weird times. Good times? Well, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, not, the, yeah. not the assault. <laughs> but Here, do you know what it is? This is why I was asking about the teaching thing, because... And it was also partly because, like, see, since I've had to move away... And, and this was the thing, because you were slagging me, because I was like... Um, Oh, I'm gonna miss this. Gonna miss all this because like I it was the whole thing. I'd be back every weekend anyway, but like I work every weekend. But <laughs> um, it was like because if if it does feel like a wee bit kind of like I mean we were talking about this even beforehand during the summer when we were in Donegal. Do you remember? Covid killed everything. Yeah. Covid killed it off. We had this massive friendship group, and as soon as Covid hit, nobody could see each other, and that was like the catalyst. See, I I know what you're saying, Joel, but like I I really. I, are you talking about the massive friend group? <laughs> Tell me that you hate them. No, <laughs> I killed them. No, um, no, I'm saying like I, it's easy to say that, but I think that was already happening. I think it was already happening slowly but surely. But, but yeah, 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 you're, you're the, right. A catalyst, it, like it, like let, let, let the spark. Exactly, that was trigger it, factor. And I, I mean, I was happy enough. That's fine. Like, yeah. it, it is what it is. Um, but even then, because if you think about it, we got we got we got, we got, we got like a like a. Like a Another for, like not not like another, but like like a tighter like of that. Then. Ah. No, because you know. And what we've mean. welcomed we've welcomed Connor Carey in. Yeah, like, yeah, so. he's very good. Um, uh, and then I mean it's, it's annoying because like because because I am not up like that often. Then I I, I, haven't, I haven't seen like Rory like in ages. I was talking really the other night. No, because Rory might come out. Rory's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he should because I haven't seen to him. the bar. <laughs> he's not. Last gay. time I saw him was when we were in his house. Um, no, in the. Is that the last time you saw him? <coughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Frig, I thought you meant like when we had drinks, I just listened to Stone Roses at his back garden. Oh, God, no. That um, was in the middle of summer. When um, we had coffee. Uh, so, well, we're going to see Rory on Saturday night because he's coming out. Now that I've said it on the podcast, he has to do it. Yeah. The, um, actually, one of these days, we'll get Rory on the podcast. Just we should. A, just for a wee minute. We haven't seen Baxter in how long? Uh, a while. Was it your birthday? Um, <laughs> it was. It might have been. <laughs> Was that in September? Uh, that's something. No, man, my, my birthday in August. <laughs> ah, fuck. Yes, of course it was September. That's when I was born. Um, so, yeah. And Ryan, we haven't seen. I can see your eye twitching. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <It is> Ryan? <laughs> Even is Ryan? <coughs> Ryan was once a guest on our podcast. That was actually a good call. Mate, that's actually hilarious. What I'm just thinking f- about what, that. What was the fight we had? I haven't him? seen him. Since the podcast, because oh. you've seen him since, but I haven't. Yeah, no, uh, what was the wait? No, have you? I because you no, I was, was you that, had the coffee because the day that was that time. Yeah. What was the argument we had with him about oh, during the pod? What do you mean the argument? Remember, we had like a bit of a falling out during the podcast. Was it during the podcast? Oh, do you mean about like how like because <laughs> <laughs> we were arguing with each other about how to set it up? Wasn't yeah, there was yeah. about the mic. Mate, we haven't seen him since April. <laughs> like, I don't know, Ram doesn't listen to these anyway. But Ram was like, said the Oscars, because Ram has a podcast of, with, well, three episodes. And he was like, um, what is it that he said? It made, it, the, first, it, the first thing. You know, I have my own podcast. <laughs> yeah, because I was setting it up and he, he said about his own podcast. I was like, sweet, mate. Um, but then it was also, do you know what? It, there, was a, there was a thing about like, actually, because we were testing the microphone levels uh, and he was, he was just like being a mute. I was like, speak. <laughs> I was like, mate, I know how to, I know how to do this. <coughs> Ryan, it's time to come home. Though apparently Ram was home last week. Aye, but he, um, it was just for the pint at the, the Barsher and the, in the International, wasn't it? 
It's off the plane. Has a pint, gets straight back off. No, we haven't seen him in... That'll be what? April's the... 20 February, March, April. That's the fourth month. Like, yes. That's eight months we haven't seen him. This this podcast is an ode to our dead friendships. Yeah, it is. We're just like... it's. We, we talked about this like as a joke. Like where it was like... um, The older we get, the more we realise we have no, no friends. friends. <laughs> All we have is us. <laughs> um... It's 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 grim. Well, I mean, we'll see. Well, uh, we we definitely should see Rory this weekend. I haven't seen him ages. And yep. then uh, Baxter is ba- is Baxter ba- no, Baxter he's, he's working. Um, um, no, he's not. He has other plans. That's oh, okay, that's that on. Um, but yeah, and then we've got the Camino, um, which we still need to book, which is me, you, and Rory, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Be fun, it be fun to do a podcast on the Camino. That would be a good idea, actually. Um, that would be a very good idea, but the equipment. Um, so, yes, here, I've enjoyed it. The first episode back, it's been good. Um, homecoming. Homecoming, Confessions of a Failed Teacher. So, um, yeah, um, we'll try and try, we'll try and get this, because I'll, I'll be trying to get this every week then, again. And if not, we can do it bi-weekly, um, depending. I'll, I'll um, do weekly. I'll yeah, no, I'm just saying if, if I'm not home. Oh, <laughs> um, but, no, we'll, we'll get this uh, absolutely sorted. What we might actually end up doing, because I'm not coming home next week, um, is doing one on Sunday before I leave. Sweet. Okay. Um, um, and one thing we can say is that we're now back and consistent. Yeah, because, like... My, I, career, my yeah. career ended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have a career yet, so... I'm currently on the dole. I'm actually not on the dole. I, I, don't even <laughs> I don't even have that income, so... Well, it's been good. I've enjoyed. Cheers. Well, anything else? No? Um, nah. Good times. Well, thanks very much. Good luck. All right. Good day. Bye. 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 Bye.